Morning. It's cold in here, right? My hands are frozen, my toes. Anybody tell me we're converts when it's snowing, right? I just want to pray right now. I believe uh, God has some answers for us and some wonderful things he's going to do for us in this next season of our lives. But I know that there's some things that can stop us at times. You know, I know for me, one thing that stops me all the time is me. So I just want to pray over you guys and that we, God will just have his way with us today. Amen? So, Father God, I just thank you for this time, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that from this moment on, Lord God, from when we came to you, Lord God, all this time to this moment that, that we are right now, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, we came here through faith, Lord God. I thank you took us on a journey, Lord God, through ups and downs we went through, Father God, but in every time, Lord God, in every season, Lord God, you made a way, Father God. So, Father God, I pray, Lord God, in the next season, Lord God, that we will fully trust you, Lord God, knowing that you're going to make a way for us, Lord God, to enter into a new promise, Lord God, for all of us, Lord God. So in the name of Jesus, I pray you have your way, Father God. I pray our hearts will be uh, receptive to what you have to say, Father God. And I just pray you just answer questions or prayers that we may be having in the, the nighttime hours, Lord God. I pray you would just minister to each one of us in the name of Jesus. Amen. That's my title for today. We come this far by faith. You know, he, um, Hebrews eleven six says this. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. You know, um, when you first came to Christ, first thing you had to do was to believe that there is a God out there. That's one of the biggest steps of faith that you ever come to in your life. To actually believe there's a God out there that died for my sins, that loves me, and if I accept that, I welcome into his promises that he has for us. Romans 4, I'm going to turn, I'm just going to read two more scriptures and then I'm going to go into this thing. In Romans 4, 821, it says, it's in hope in hope against hope, Abraham believed, this is amplified, Abraham believed that he would become a father of many nations. As he had been promised, so numerously shall your descendants be. Without becoming weak in faith, he considered his own body, not as good as dead for producing children, since he was about a hundred years old, and he considered the deadness of Sarah's womb, but he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he had promised. He was dead. Old man, 100 years old. His wife's womb was all gone. But he believed that God, when he promised him, that he would make him the stars of the sky and the sands of the, of, of the ground, that his descendants would be that. But he had to go to a testing of faith. In order to see that come, him being the called the father of faith. I had a dream um, a couple of weeks ago. I think it was during the Thanksgiving time. And in the dream, I was walking down a road. And, uh, and the next road ahead of me, it was just like on the same street. It was all Christmas lights. Like everything was like done for Christmas. Like you go to Manhattan, all the white lights and all this stuff. And standing on the road, there was a man there. And the man said to me, how are you doing? And I just began to complain. I just, when I have conversations with God, I'm always complaining. All, every time I have a dream and I know it's God, I say, here it goes. This is my opportunity to complain to God. 
So I say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I hear the promises of God in the word. I, you know, people give you words and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I got words from God and God's going to do this. And, and I'm praising, I know God, I'm going to see it in your life. And in my life, I was like, how do I get to, I'm telling him, how do I get to that place that people keep saying I'm, I'm going to be at? How do I get to those promises? How do I receive those things? And, you know, God, every time I talk to God and I give him a complaint, he's like smiling at me. He's smiling and he's like, uh, you're blessed. You're blessed. And to me in the dream, that don't mean nothing because I'm like, you ain't hearing what I'm complaining about. So I can start complaining again. I say, yeah, but, but what, what do I have to do? What is the strategy? How do I get here? How do I do the next step? Do the next step. And I woke up. When I woke up, I woke up with this. I don't know how to say it. You know, people say, you know, bones. You know, they talk about the Bible and your bones, you feel it. I actually felt it in my bones when I woke up that change is about to happen. That a change was going to happen for me, but I was consumed with the fact that how do I get to that change? How does that happen? So what happened was I became anxious. I have dreams and stuff. Even when we did like, well, Gary, you know, we had that mustard seed and we had to write something down. There's some stuff I wrote down on that and I try to make it happen. <laughs> I try to make it happen and it's brought anxiety and worry to me. Like, how do I do this? Well, maybe if I do this, if I do this, if I save this, this will happen. If I do this, and actually, you know, every decision I made didn't work. And it got me discouraged and frustrated. And I was like, Lord, if you said this, why can't this happen? What do I have to do to receive that promise? If by faith I came this far, I can't turn back now. I got to keep going. But what do I do? And if you, if you bring your, your, your things to people, people got like a thousand strategies for you to do. And when you do them, they don't work, you know. I did what you did. I worked for you. I did what you do, but it didn't work for me. I'm going to read uh, uh, Matthew. Uh, this is the story I'm going to base it on. This is Peter walking on the water with Jesus. And I need you to listen to this story because, you know, we, we hear the miracle of, uh, you know, God rescue him out of it. But I believe there's a word in that that God wants to share with us today for the next season of our life that is going to be wonderful. Amen. Matthew 14, 22 to 33. This is from the Amplified. Immediately he, di- he directed the disciples to get into the boat and go ahead. Go ahead of him to the other side. While he sent the crowds away, after he dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. But it was evening. He was, he, he was there alone. But the boat was already long distance from the land and battered by waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, if it's, it, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately he, spoke, immediately he spoke to them, saying, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter replied to him, Lord, this is where we, where we at sometimes, right? Peter replied, Lord, if it's really you, command me to come onto the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to, towards Jesus. But when he saw the effects of the wind, he was frightened and he began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus extended his, his hand and caught him and saying to him, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got to the boat and the wind ceased, then they tossed and worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. This is a little lesson for me when it comes to direction. Sometimes in the, in the dream that I had, I saw the lights and stuff like that, but I could not see in my mind, in my spirit, where I was going. I know change is about to happen, but it was unclear to me. And then because it was unclear to me, I, I become afraid. 
I'm afraid to step out into the next season in my life, my life because I don't know what it looks like. I don't know where it's supposed to be. One of the fears I have is like, you Abraham, you wanted to help God bring the promise, so you create an Ishmael. You know what that means? Abraham had, God promised them that he would have a son, and they were old. And when he said, well, I can't have a child, so his wife was like, yo, why don't you go sleep with this lady, have a baby, and that will be the promise. And it ended up becoming a big problem. And then God had to remind them that, you know what, what I promised you, I'm going to do. And he does it, and he trusted God that he would do the thing. How many times in our lives that we get to a place where we say, Lord, you promised me something, and then in my own strength, because I'm afraid, or I don't know how it's going to work, it seems impossible, it's almost like laughable that God can do this, that I own up kind of find a way and create my own Ishmael. So Peter goes to, gets, comes on the boat, and he starts walking with God. The first thing he says is, if it's you, Lord, tell me to come. That's the first step of direction. If you want to step out in faith, because, you know, sometimes I, you, we can probably think, I'm not sure you think like this, but, you know, I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to do something that God didn't tell me to do and, and say, Lord, I stepped out in faith. Most of the time, that's not going to work. Sometimes in our journey, God gives us things to do, and sometimes it may seem impossible. It may seem hard. But it gives us a place to say, look, if it's you, Lord, in this, call me. Tell me to go. Sometimes if you're looking for things in your life, you're asking God to open doors. You're asking God to show, do I belong here? Do I take that job? Do I need to do this? Ask the Lord. And he will direct you to come. But once we get on that water and get on that place of faith that we step on, the first thing we see is all the storms around us. Our focus comes off of God. Sometimes it's the things that are so familiar to us. Isn't like disappointments is one of the most familiar things to us in our lives? That when we step out to do something, we try something, and it's not going the way we want it, all of a sudden we begin to sink. And we sink into depression, we sink into frustration, we sink into doubt. We become hopeless. God rescues us, but you know what? It's like, it's almost one of those things where you ever seen the kids, I did this in my school. I always hope my school is not watching this, you know. And the bathroom is always wet. The floors are kind of slippery all the time. So I told the kids, look, if you're throwing water on the floor, you don't run inside the bathroom. You're going to slip. And one day the kid goes, oh, I have, he's like a second grader. Oh, I have um, special sneakers. They don't slip. So I'm like, oh, really? You're going to fall. I see it all the time. Next thing you know, he runs, boom, falls on the floor. You know what I said? <laughs> I didn't rescue him and stuff like that. I said, I told you so. I'm not saying Jesus says he told you so, but he calls out Peter when he sinks and, and rescues him. But he says, oh, you a little faith. He didn't say, oh, baby, papi, you know, I'm sorry that you went through that. He said, why you don't have no faith? Why are you doubting? First of all, Peter called out to God and said, Lord, if you want me to come, I'll come. I believe this is, the, uh, this is the, the, what the Lord told me about a word about this season in our lives. When we stepping out in faith. God wants to be totally convinced and reassured that God is going to do what he promised. And in believing that and stepping out into that faith, you won't sink. We don't know what the story would have been if he didn't sink, if he didn't doubt. What would the story have been? I don't know. But maybe that's your story today. Maybe the next step of your life where you're going to walk into, you're not going to sink this time. God will always rescue you if you do. But maybe this season is not going to be a season of sinking. Maybe the step of faith is going to be, there's three things that Abraham went to, many things, but one of the things that stood out to me was sometimes it's a laughable faith. Sometimes God is calling you 
and he's going to call you and he has to reassure God, say, Lord, if this is you, it may be impossible to you. There are things to me that are impossible. I know God can do all things, but in my mind, in my life, it seems impossible. And I will not, and I trust that you don't do this, I will not try to make it happen, cause anxiety and worry in my life, trying to create something that God has promised me. It's going to be some difficult things that we have to face. There are always things that are going to come to try to drown us out and try to cause us to fall. But if God promises us certain things, he's going to do it. Some of the faith things that God's going to actually do is to sacrifice. Abraham had to go and, and sacrifice his son. But God made a way out. He provided. There may be some things you need to let go of in this new season that God is going to present to you. I'm not saying just, oh, yes, I'm going to step out of faith and get rid of all my friends. You know, like... There are some things that God is going to present to you and say, look, Lord, this is not working. I need a way out. If this is you, make a way out of this situation. And he's going to cause you to sacrifice some things. But in replace of that, he's going to provide something even greater. The last thing, I, not the last thing I'm preaching about, but the last thing of what I'm saying about the faith <laughs> is salvation. Some of you have been coming to church and you don't know Jesus. Or maybe today's your first day in church, you don't know Jesus. And he wants you to come on this journey with him. And that step of faith is first believing, like, Lord, if, you, if you're real, then I'm going I'm, I'm to step forward and I'm going to believe this is you. It's not a hope that's in vague, but it's a, a fully understanding decision that God is real and I'm going to believe that he's going to do what he said. So going back to that dream, I was, I, you know, I was complaining. Every, you know, you know, I wasn't even looking at. I know that was God representing Christ. I know He was in my promise there. And all, I saw the. It was like dark here, but over there was all these beautiful lights. So I knew my promise was there. But I kept asking God, "What is it to get to that place?" God started reminding me of all the times in my life, from the beginning of serving the Lord to now, that I kind of never did anything big and grand that would uh, that changed my circumstance. And I said, Lord, look, just give me a, a, a simple thing. Uh, you know, I'm kind of simple-minded. I don't, I don't go into depth and stuff like that. If it, if it makes sense to me, I could, you could tell me the same thing 10,000 times. If you didn't say A, B, C, I'd say, oh, okay, now I understand. So I said, God, make it so simple to me. What, it, what is the next season that I have to do to enter into the next season? I'm going to play a video. Hopefully it works. Since we're in the Christmas season, I'm going to play a little video, funny little video. And I hope it works. They said the sound might not be great, but can you try to... Hit it, kick it, sister. <laughs> it's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look, changing from bad to good is as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. I can't believe I'm playing this. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get where you're going if you never get up on your feet. Come on, there's a good tailwind blowing. A fast walking man is hard to be. Oh, that's it, enough. I'm embarrassed. Put it, girl. Okay. I got embarrassed for a second. That's why I tell you to stop. 
I'm going to give you like a, like a, a, a crazy supernatural uh, revelation of how you enter into the next season of your life. All you have to do is just put one foot in front of the other. It's not requiring of you to do something crazy or, or, or I, I, I did all these things and now I received the promise of God. In your life, every time God came through for you, what you could, if you think back in your life, even if it's a short journey or a long journey, how God came through for you and made a way. And so all I did was keep doing what I was always doing and God opened a door. I remember when they asked um, me and my wife to be ministers. You know where we was at? We was at a baby shower. I was just at a baby shower, and they, we was in a table talking, and they said, oh, by the way, we want to make you guys ministers of the church. I didn't do anything different than I was normally did. I just served the, served the people and loved God, pray and stuff like that. I wasn't asking for anything. It just came. I just showed up at a baby shower. There's some places you're just going to show up to in a normal day, and life changes forever. That's how we enter into promises. It's not this faith. It's a faith journey and a faith walk. The, 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 the stepping, the hard part is, is when God tells you to go do something and you have to step out to that that's unknown. That's the hard part. But it's not going to, you, you conjure up something or find something or look for something to do and say, okay, I'm not going to put it in faith. Just walk the journey of life. All I had to do with a dream was walk into the next step and enter into the promise. But I was consumed. I was afraid and fearful of what God had or what can I do. In my mind, I was like, it was unknown, so I was afraid. And because I know what I go through in the situation, I was still afraid. So I didn't move. I didn't move forward because I was scared. Fear is the opposite of faith. The Bible says, I don't give you the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. I believe today God wants to reassure you that he's going to do what he promised. And we have to be fully convinced no matter what we see, no matter what the storms bring, no matter how hard it is, no matter how we fail or we make mistakes, God is going to do what he promised. One step at a time. Sometimes we can't even get up. Sometimes we can't even walk right now. And, we, and, and just standing up is hard enough. How can I believe again? How can I trust you again, Lord? How can I do it? God never failed us. I believe the season's upon us that God is going to do wonderful things with you guys and even in myself. I know sometimes you hear, we hear words. I'm sorry, I like to speak honest about myself because I'm one of those people that doubt like crazy. I'm just happy what God has for me. That's about it. I'm not going to believe for more in the situation because I don't want to be disappointed. Some people are praying for a relationship. I always hear about the, the, the singles. We, we always talk about that, how single people, it's hard for single people. It's hard for married people. What are you talking about? You go home, you don't got to deal with nobody. We have to deal with each other. Right? I got to believe, like, if I get into an argument with my wife, I'm like, I got to fix this because I got to go in the bed with sleep with her. We're sitting back to back on each other, you know what I'm saying? Come on, let's like, it's very difficult for all people. We all go through stuff. We all go through hardships. But God has wonderful things in store for us. We may not see it. We may not know it. I don't know. I really don't know what God's going to do in my life. Can I be real? All I'm just happy with is just serving God and doing what God has me to do. One step at a time. It's just shaking people's hands. I just do it. I just do those things. You know, you go to a job. Come on. I, come on. I, I always talk about I got a GED. You know, a G, good enough diploma. And I started in places where one time I didn't have a job. So I was trying to get a, to a job in a botanical garden, which that's the, that's the devil, a botanical garden. <laughs> Who jobs like that? I hate those jobs. He's sitting in the cold all day long. <laughs> 
And I said, I can't take this job. I'd rather do a worse job than this than be out in the cold. So I took a school-aid job. Walking, just go on a journey, take a school-aid job, dealing with junior high school kids. I hated it. I hated it. Kids are yelling, throwing chairs, turning the lights off and throwing things around. But I was just faithful in there. I was like, whatever, I'm just going to do what I got to do, get a work, go to work every day, stressed out, do what I got to do. And they said, hey, a couple of months later, hey, you want to be a supervisor? I was like, ah, whatever. Where's a dollar more? All right, I'll do it. I said, what a dollar more? Ah, whatever. I gave me more responsibilities, so I started doing it. And then the next, actually, like a couple of months later, they had a big meeting and said, oh, we want to make you a facilities manager. I said, what's that? I said, I want you to be in charge of the lunch, the security, and the maintenance team. I didn't know how to do that. I worked as a security guard before. I cleaned, I mopped my bathroom before. I worked in the lunchroom, but I didn't know how to do that. You know, Google is the best thing, I'll tell you. I Google everything. I just started doing it. I didn't know how to do things. I even went to the maintenance guy that was under me and said, yo, teach me how to do this stuff. Because I didn't know how to do it. That job opened another job to the job I'm at right now. Where I took a pay cut, but I, I went to get out of that craziness. And I went to another job and did maintenance. And every year, every year, promotion comes. Every year, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, how did I get here from Botanical Garden? All I did was just walk and walk the life. And trusted that God was with me in every situation. And every door that he opened, I walked through. Every door he closed, I just went to another one. It's simple as that. It's not no supernatural thing where he's like, you have like 10,000 years of experience. If you trust God and you ask him, Lord, if you're in this, Lord Jesus, that's like Peter. If you're there, I'm scared. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what direction I'm heading in. If you're there, Lord God, call me in that place. And now I have the peace of God. I know that, Lord, you're calling me in there. I don't know what I'm going to do there. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not even having expectations about it. I'm just going to walk in there and trust you. And when I got there, you, you're going to see things that are going to come try to, try to bring you down, try to make, swallow you up back into the ocean. But you're going to keep your eyes on Jesus. Say, Lord, it doesn't matter what's happening around here. It doesn't matter what people are saying. It doesn't matter what I don't have, what I'm hoping for. What matters is as I keep going forward, you're going to open another door for me and another door and another door. And every promise I'm asking God for, everything I'm praying for, I don't want to blow up my son, but I say, one of my things I'm praying for, I pray because we go to church and we serve the Lord, but you know, your kids have to come to their own place of salvation. They're not saved through me, you know? And to come into church and see my kids doing, doing ministry or see my son just raising his hand last week. I'm saying, what did I do different? You can ask my son, I'm a knucklehead sometimes at home. But what did I do different? I just walk this walk and trust and have faith in God that he's going to do everything that he promised. No matter what I do, no matter what mistakes I make, no matter what um, um, obstacles come my way, I just trust in God, fully convinced that whatever he promised me, he's going to do. And little by little, I see it the next season. The next season, something happens. How do I even get out of this craziness? Next thing you know, you look back like, oh, my God, remember we was doing that? My wife was talking about it the other day. Yo, remember we used to go to the store and couldn't buy nothing? <laughs> You know, you ever have those times? You go to stores, you don't got no money. You're like window shopping. <laughs> and I remember when our kids, we were like, we couldn't buy them nothing. They needed something. I can't get it. Let's pray for God to give us a blessing because we didn't have the money to buy it. The fact that my kids are spoiled now is a testimony to what God can do, right? They're spoiled. My kids are spoiled. I'm going to be real. But like, whatever they need, we can go to the store and buy it. If they need this, let's go get that. We're going to need this. Go get... That's God's provision. How did I get here come this far by faith. That's what it is. There's a song that we used to sing back in the day. We come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord. 
trusting in his holy word. We would never, he never failed us yet. Then it says, can't turn around, right? Can't turn around. We come this far by faith. You're here because of faith. If you don't know Jesus today, I pray you step, take a step of faith today to join Jesus. And go on this wonderful journey where he will not let you down. He will not disappoint you. He will not hurt you. He actually has plans set before you. So as you walk into every season in your life, you walk into a new plan that God has for you. And a new thing for him to, for you to do. What are you believing for for 2018? I used to, for so many years, I, I, I would, December, every year I used to tell my wife, yo, babe, I'm believing for God to do this. I'm believing God to do this. And it didn't show up. It didn't happen. And I was so discouraged. I said, Lord, I asked you for this and you didn't do it. But just like my dream when I was complaining to God, the whole time God was doing other things. And I, was, I, didn't, I totally ignored it. I didn't see the provision that God was doing, how he was teaching me, how he was growing me, how he was providing for me. All I kept looking at was certain things that he didn't do for me. And I began to sink every year. Every time the January came, I began to sink. And then thank God he'll drop, bring me back up again. But God is calling us this year, going into a new season, do not sink in this new season. Do not doubt what God is going to do in your life. If you don't see it, so what? Just keep going forward. God's got you. He's got something, the next step of your life, the next faith that he's trying to bring you into and trust that you, he wants to bring you into. We need to just go and do it. If you don't know what to do today, I just encourage you to just keep walking, go, walking with God and do what you always do. God will make a way. He'll make a way out of nowhere. And it's one thing I know, God makes a way out of nowhere because I don't know what to do 90% of the time. And I go before God, and I'm like, I don't know what to do, God. Just show me. When I come up here every day, to, to, every time to minister, I, go, I have to go through these, these, these stages where God will show me what to say. And I'm like, Lord, please help me with this because I don't know what to do. I'm being real with you. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Some people get stomach aches, right, before preachings and all that stuff. I just, I have this overwhelming fear, like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, and I just trust God. Lord, show me what to do, and I'll do it. I remember with Derek, we were talking about Derek one time, or years ago, right? And I was, he, was, he wanted, you know, God wants to use him and stuff. And I was like, you know, be faithful. God will, God will and soon do season, he will, he will raise you up. This guy is uh, helping out leading the men's ministry. What did he do different? I don't see him doing backflips over here and stuff like that. I didn't see him giving out candy canes, you know? He's just been faithful to what God has. Every journey of his life, every step, God opens a new door for us. It's not by man. I just got to tell you, don't look at man to get you stuff. Oh, my God. You're going to be disappointed. Man will disappoint you. Ask my wife. I disappoint her all the time. <laughs> I disappoint my kids. Dad, you taking me to the movies? No. <laughs> you been buying me Chinese food? No. <laughs> disappoint them all the time. But that's fine because God's not going to disappoint us. That's true. I do that. We have this thing in my house where... We're adults, we make money, so we buy food for ourselves. You eat peanut butter and jelly that's there in the house. <laughs> Serious. So they, they, on Sunday, they're like, what are we eating today? Is it macaroni and cheese? Or are we eating what you're eating? <laughs> no, you're not eating what we're eating. But God is faithful, y'all. Is he not faithful to you? Has he not been faithful to you? When you fell... And God brought you up and he didn't bless you and love you. Wasn't that faithfulness? 
When you were lost in the world, we didn't know nothing. I suffered from a lot of depression when I was in the world. A lot of depression. Everything seemed like it didn't work out. Then when I came to God, I suffered with depression. <laughs> why you ain't doing Now I have someone to blame now. Jesus, why you don't? It's your fault, you know? But God is faithful. He made a way out. I'm just love. I'm just like joy. I wasn't like this back in the days, yo. Like joking and laughing. I'm just full of joy. I remember a woman one time had to remind me and tell me, the joy of the Lord is going to be your strength. And she kept saying it to me. I was like, oh, here goes this crazy lady saying some crazy stuff. Because, you know, people say crazy stuff in church. And she's like, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And I was like, amen. The joy of the Lord. She kept saying it. I was like, all right. Looking around like, God, help me. When she walked away, all of a sudden I just began to laugh. And something in me just kept laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing. And it just broke everything. If I wasn't there at that moment, <laughs> we're supposed to be ministering to people and I'm suffering with stuff. Isn't that crazy? But if I wasn't there in that moment, I didn't walk to that moment and get out to go to New Jersey, that would never happen for me. Your only requirement of you is to trust Jesus and walk. Walk with him. And he'll lead you into your promises. I guarantee it. The Lord told me years ago when I was first serving him, he said, a promise is a guarantee. And I was like, no, it's not. Because many people promise me things and they say it's not a guarantee. But God said, when I promise you something, it's guaranteed to happen. And it may not happen in the season that you want it. It may not happen when, when, you, when you tried your best. But I promise you, God promises that that's going to happen in your life. For salvation for your family. Sickness is being healed. Provision in your life opportunities, ministry, whatever God is calling you, asking for, is guaranteed that's going to happen. He makes a way out of no way. He does the impossible. He don't look at us and see our failures, but he looks at us and sees the potential and sees everything that we're called to do and speaks to us from that place. So I encourage you today that in your journey, this faith walking journey, that you will totally, this new season coming in your life, that you totally trust God. Totally be convinced that, you know what, he's going to do this. And follow the, whether you follow examples in the word, whether you follow examples from people around you, God is truly faithful to do what he says he's going to do. And in this season, I just speak against all doubt. You know, I went with my wife yesterday, we were to do, do something, and my credit sucks, so... So I was like, I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to go do it. Yeah, it didn't work out again, obviously, what I was trying to do. But I'm not going to be afraid no more to step out. I'm not going to be afraid to do what, what, I, what I think I need to do and God's calling me to do. I am not going to doubt. And I trust in, in the name of Jesus that you don't doubt anything that God calls you to do. Please don't do something that God didn't tell you to do and say you're stepping in favor. Stamp God's name on it. I married this guy. I'm saving him from... from drugs and stuff. Now I'm going to marry him. Please don't. Ask the Lord, Lord, are you there with this guy? Are you there with that job? <laughs> Come on, man. Trust me. I, I see it firsthand. And don't create an Ishmael in this new season. Don't start a season of, of generation of nonsense. Trust God. Whatever you're asking God for and you know he's in it, Ask God and say, Lord, if you're in this, I'm going to walk through fully bold. And when the storms of life come 
And when disappointment tries to come, I know that disappointment is not from you. I know that I'm looking, my eyes are fixed on you, the author and finisher of my faith. And what I'm about to do and you're going to do in my life, Father God, I'm going to trust that you're going to take me there and make a way. Amen? Amen. So I'm just going to pray over you. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. It's cold in here, man. Come on. I get tired, so we get heat. I'm going to play. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, make your request be known to God. Whatever you're asking God for, I don't care what it is, even if you're asking for a husband. Like, what do we say a husband? Right? With women. Man asking for a wife, right? Whatever it is you're asking God for, I just want you to stand with me because I got some promises that God has been speaking to me about and I'm asking God for. I just want you to stand. And today, we're going to make our request. I don't, don't say your request because I don't know what it is. You know, we're asking. But to God, make your request and be known to God. Don't be anxious when he tells you, oh, I'm about to do this. Because, you know, you're, a lot of you are going to get there. I'm, I'm saying a lot of you. Excuse me. All of us are going to get to a place where God's going to be like, I'm about to do this in your life. Don't get anxious. He's telling you so you can have a, a, a hope in what he's about to do in your life. He's not telling you so you can go try to make it happen. It will happen through you. But through his strength, he's going to make it happen. Amen? Amen. So, Father God, I just thank you for your church, Lord God. Father, I thank you for the season that's upon us, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, as every time you came through for us, Lord God. I thank you in this new season you're going to come through as well, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, through faith, Father God, and through your grace and mercy, Father God. You saved us. You rescued us, Father God. You made us new, Father God. So I thank you that every season we walk in, every journey of our life, Father, you always make the situation new. So Holy Spirit, I ask right now as whatever you reveal to your people throughout the weeks and the times to come for this new season, whatever word you give them, whatever um, um, idea or dream you give them, Father God, I pray that there'll be no anxiousness in that, Lord God. That, Lord, if they feel something in their heart, they'll bring it to you first, Lord, and say, this is you, Lord God, I'm going to trust you. To build my faith and to make a way, Lord God, so I can enter into that promise, Lord. I pray that we'll be in no season of Ishmael's no more, Father God. I pray we won't do things our way and create things and say, Lord, now what do I do, Father God? But even in the things that seem laughable, the things that we need to give up, the things that are very difficult in our lives, Father God, to hope in and to believe in. I thank you, Lord God. If you tell us, Lord God, you're going to do these things, Father God, we're going to trust you, Lord. I pray hope come alive in everyone today, right now, in the name of Jesus. I thank you that the waters that we're about to step into, Father God, are like solid ground, Lord Jesus. Despite the winds and despite the storms, Father God, we will not sink, Father God. But we keep our eyes on you, Father God, the one who's going to do what he promised, Father God. So Holy Spirit, Lord God, I ask right now that, Father, you will come as you promised, Lord. The things we ask for, Lord, the things that we're praying for, the things we're hoping for, that every time we see the person or the, see the situation that seems hopeless, Father God, I thank you we don't look at, uh, at the things of the world, Lord. I think we, don't, we, we see by faith, not by sight, Lord God. Not what we see and feel, Lord God, but what you say you're going to do, Lord God. So let hope arise in your people today, Jesus. I thank you our new season is bright, Lord God. I thank you our new season is full of new of beginnings and new hopes, Lord God. I thank you we're going to see people delivered, Lord Jesus, and people set free and 
I thank you to see people that are sick healed, Lord God. I thank you to open job opportunities. I thank you for bringing dads home and moms home, Jesus. I thank you for bringing kids, Lord, to salvation, Lord God. I thank you that lives are being changed in the church. I thank you revival is going to break out in each one's lives, Lord Jesus. We don't have to be afraid, Lord God. You don't give us that spirit, Lord God. But you give us power, Lord God. Love and a sound mind. So, Lord, allow us in this season to receive your love, Father God. Everything you're going to do for us, Lord God, we trust you, Lord God. And we know without a shadow of a doubt, Lord God, that you're going to, what you promised, Lord God, you're going to do, Jesus. So, Father, have your way in this season, Lord. Have your way with each one of our hearts right now, Jesus. And make a way, Lord God, where there is no way in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. This song, we have a song, quite a while, it's called Give Me Faith. I just want to sing the chorus to the song. And it just says, give me faith to trust what you say, that you're good and your love is great.
even when we fail, Lord, you never fail, oh God. So we pray this morning, Lord, as the, after hearing your word, Lord, that you would strengthen our faith, oh God. Lord, that you would give us the simple faith of putting a foot in front of another foot and moving forward with you, oh God. See, the secret that's not so secret is that you've already ordered our steps. So if the steps of a righteous man are already ordered, Lord, then if we trust in you, then every step we take is exactly where you need us to be. Oh, Father, strengthen our faith, Lord, to be able to trust you, Lord. Even when it looks like we can't see the end, oh God. Even when it looks like everything is falling down on the sides of us, oh God, around us. We trust you to put one foot in front of the other and to walk forward with you, oh God. That's what we do this morning, Lord. To Father, we love you. We thank you. We celebrate who you are in our lives, Lord. And we thank you for salvation, oh God. We know, Father, that there is much more in store for us. Father, because there is a work that you are doing until completion, oh God, when you return. In those promises, we trust you. In those promises, we live by, oh God. And you are not a man that you should lie, oh God. The Father, today, we say we may be weak, but you are never weak, oh God. And our weaknesses that's when your strength is perfected, shown, it's glorious, oh God. So have your way in your people today, oh God. May they leave here understanding that they are blessed, oh God, not because of themselves, but because of who you are in us. Father, have your way. You are blessed. Continue to be a blessing. Have a wonderful week. Thank you.